Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bail bear, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tow I make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win, don't anticipate loss Mind always in the clown, my boy Never think about the drop, never ever ever think about the drop Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT Show. My name's MKT, and I'm in full-on AFCON mode now. African Cup of Nations is underway, and I'm all in. We're all in. Uh, I'm with a man who's wearing a salmon cut-off sleeve while rocking his Eminem kamikaze tattoo, Ryan James Tinline. Uh, Ryan, what's going on, it's hot today, isn't it? Is it? There's a reason why I'm wearing this. It's because it's so hot outside. Listen, we're in Africa. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's hot? I suppose it's like normal, but hey. Oh, you so you, are you, is it affecting you? Too? Well, it's the first time we've had a winter Christmas. <laughs> it's been freezing out here. And now, now we're actually only starting to feel the heat. Yeah, it is proper. So that's Sw- sweltering. 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 Good word. Yeah. All right. Well, good stuff. Uh, you have a good weekend, Ryan. I mean, you basically work work the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll work for a good cause. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. We uh, we successfully got the TikTok lives up and running. Damn right. You want to tell people about that? So we. I don't know how to how to describe the the relationship, but um. We are basically covering AFCON 2021 content mm-hmm. on our TikTok live page. So if you don't know about it, we have an account called the MKT Show, as I'm sure you've you've heard of this. Sure. So, and if you don't know that, it's weird because you're listening to the MKT Show right now. Hmm. But we are totally open to new new platforms opening and people not knowing about it, which is cool, by the way. So <laughs> log on to TikTok. If you haven't got it, I saw a couple of our listeners haven't had TikTok and they downloaded it just to hear our TikTok live show. Oh, really? That, yes. Mbulelo Gavin was one of them. Shout outs. I, I mean, with a name like Mbulelo, you know, <laughs> he's always going to be proper. He, he, he put in, in, in the comments yesterday that he downloaded TikTok just for us. Come on, bro. So we're starting a revolution. And plus, TikTok is actually a really cool platform. Mm-hmm. But be careful because you will get lost in it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's and especially with all the content we're putting on it. I mean, I don't know if any of you who are listening to the podcast right now listen to the podcast on Friday. Senzo was unleashed. And the content on our TikTok page will show you how unleashed he was. <laughs> he's, off the, he's off the leash, that guy, huh? Oh, that man's crazy. I love it. An enigma. <laughs> An enigma, to say the least. Senzo's tip. So, yeah, that's right. So, we're doing uh, TikTok watch-alongs. Uh, we are the official partner, mm. uh, one of the official content partners for TikTok, certainly on the African continent, but global. So, go and subscribe, like, share. We are live. We will, uh, obviously, you'll see official banners come out mm. Uh, in terms of when we are on the discover page yeah that's it so if you are looking to find out when it'll be five o'clock will be all the games we'll do we won't be doing any of the other games um in terms of the group stages so five o'clock games the big games and every week we will announce and you'll see the artwork come out but we'll announce which games we're doing um sort of the day of the game and then it'll be on tiktok so amazing times coming up right 
It's been it's been awesome to uh, work with the guys and uh, meet and and see how TikTok works actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I wasn't on the I wasn't on the TikTok thing till Ryan came through. Uh, Ryan's Ryan's all about that life, and um, <laughs> it's completely changed our it's changed our dynamic, and it's it's an awesome thing because you know you know what's cool about the show when I started. Um, you know, I started doing it by myself, but the dream was to always have like, like a soccer team, like a football team. You, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to play, um, football professionally. So I love teams and because everyone brings a different dynamic, like you can't expect sure. the left back to bring the dynamic that your striker does, you, you know, and as we're building, you know, you've come on, people know James, um, they're getting to know Senzo or Paolo and everybody's brought such an awesome dynamic. But one of the cool things, and I was thinking about it. After we did the, our first one yesterday, um, Cameroon, Burkina Faso, what a game, uh, just for so many dynamics. But, you know, I'm 35 now, and it, it's so cool for me to also get stretched in a different direction. Because, like, I want to be honest, it, it stretches me out of my comfort zone to be on tickety-tock, tick-tock on the clock. Because <laughs> it's not really my vibe. It's not my thing. I want to mm. be like I like to be honest with people, but having you young guys in, especially you, Ryan, I know you 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 all up in it, is that it's cool. It it gives our show that dynamic because if somebody's twenty five listening to the show, maybe they don't connect with the, some of the things I have to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's awesome because there's a Ryan, there's a James, Paolo's um, sort of my age demographic. So and a father and a and a family man. You you know. So we 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 starting to build a team where. There's somebody for everybody, and I want that for people because there's all sorts of different people around the world, and I want to connect with people. Um, no matter where you are, I want to come to where you are. You know what I mean? I want mm. to be on the platform where it's convenient for you to consume what we're doing. So if you aren't on TikTok, listen, you don't want to be like your parents, right? The, the one thing <laughs> I, was re- I was realizing is I don't want to be like my parents. You, you know you know how sometimes our parents will say things like, ah, they only made music in our day, this new stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, and, and that's not just your parents, right? It's everyone's parents. You know, you become that. And I was becoming that guy. So for me, I need to be in TikTok. On tickety-tock, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I got to be in the game. You can't be that guy now criticizing and you're not inside. You know what I mean? So for me, it's awesome. By the way, I have, an, I have a, a TikTok account. I'm just thinking about what I should do on TikTok because you know what I want to do, right? Mm. Might as well tell you. Because some people say, hey, I hustle in the dark, homie. But I'm like, whatever, you, you know. I'll tell you what, I, what I'm going to do because I'll actually do it. I'm thinking my TikTok mustn't be sport. Because I do other stuff, you know. I have other interests. Mm. Like, I like... Most recently, the Thanos films. Well, I mean, obviously, a, a cultural commentator um, and the, the expert on the MKT show. Because Paolo can forget it now. He hasn't even seen Eternals. So I've seen Eternals. I've seen all of the new so stuff. So you one up. I'm the guy. When it comes to the Marvel Universe, Paolo Diaz can go jump in a lake because <laughs> he hasn't seen Eternals. And it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> He's going to listen to this later, by the way. He can go. He can go <laughs> when it comes to the Marvel Universe, I am now the king. Hmm. And he can forget it. You know what I mean? Is Have you seen Captain Marvel? I haven't seen Captain Marvel. Ah, you can't say that. And have you seen the first two Spider-Mans? No. No. Can't say that. No, 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 wait. I told you I've seen one of them. I can't remember which one. Yeah, but you must not watch it under duress. Oh, okay. By the way, Willem Dafoe being in the latest Spider-Man, that guy's unbelievable. 
Listen, he's a gift to society. But he's real. a great actor and been in a lot of good stuff, by the way. And for young people like you, you may only know Willem Dafoe from Spider-Man. But he's proper, proper Hollywood royalty. You know, he changed that movie completely. No, he's the guy. No, no, but the reason why is... Well, uh, what do you mean? What movie? The the latest Spider-Man. Okay. The, the Austin's come back as a cameo. Uh-huh. And he said, if I'm coming back, it ain't for a cameo. Come on, I'm Willem Dafoe. And he came in... And I'm sorry, if you haven't seen it by now, That's he your came problem. in as the main character. He's the guy. He was the guy, and he owned it. And even though he's aged, he owned it still. Quality lasts. Oh. He's aging like fine wine. Willem Dafoe, if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man, go and, go and see it for an acting masterclass. <sighs> Just to see what an acting masterclass is. And It's man, even opened man. up, it's opened up um, Sony now, because now there's a petition going around. I don't know if you've seen. Mm-mm. Andrew Garfield. They want Andrew Garfield to have the Amazing Spider-Man 3. All the other Spider-Mans got three films. Andrew Garfield got two. He got the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Were those terrible? Is that why they only had two? I didn't like them. But the only reason why I didn't like them, right? When you had Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire is like the base of where all superheroes should start. It even was pointed out in Spider-Man 3. He's the only Spider-Man that doesn't require technology to be the Spider-Man. Okay, so he's the guy. So when Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man came out, I didn't appreciate it. But it was pointed out to me by a couple of people in my life that um, it was actually just bad writing on Sony's part okay, and Marvel's part. Yeah. So now they're saying they need to, to rectify and give him the third movie he deserves. Because he never had an MJ, right? He had Gwen Stacy. Girlfriend who he couldn't have because he's Spider-Man. Well... Spoiler alert. Do I need to watch it? You have to watch it. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you because it is a... Look, I'm not a fan of the Andrew Garfield films. However, this did change my... This third Spider-Man changed my opinion of him completely and made me realize he's actually a... He's, he's a great actor. He just got given terrible. Okay, so I'll scripting. watch those. Obviously, as a cultural commentator, I'll watch the Andrew Garfield ones. No, um, but watch Toby first. Toby's, Toby's the foundation of what all Spider-Mans were built on. No, well, I'll definitely do this. I'm not like you. I, I, like <laughs> you said, you'll watch Guardians of the Galaxy. You still haven't seen. I it. have seen it. You've seen one of them. That's no, but I've watched. But you said just watch the one. I haven't had time. We've, we've been on TikTok. We've been on the audio podcast. We've been working. We are you know working. We, hey, we grind. We don't sleep. Hey, so, uh, so me not watching them is a good thing. I got I'm, you. Means I'm doing my job because you're on your grind. <laughs> what did? Um, Lil Wayne say, uh, my, money, money don't sleep. Something about Wheezy. Something I don't know. Sensor would know it. Yeah. I, I forget. Lil Wayne, that guy had a gun, an automatic rifle that he pulled on his, um, bodyguard. You know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out of hand, that guy. Nah, he's not out of hand. He's, what? he's, he's an OG. An automatic rifle, Ryan. Come on, bro. There's a limit to wilding out. Let me tell you, that life he's involved in, it's not an easy one. What you saying? What are you talking about? Look, I'm I'm not saying he needed the, the automatic rifle, but man's been involved in some pretty heavy things. He's an OG gangster. He doesn't have to point it out. People know. But what about when um, T.I. had a, a rocket launcher in his car? Do you ever see that when they call OG him? gangster. You know what I mean? A. T.I. is one of the OGs. And they tell you, uh, you know, they call Atlanta the A. I don't know if you know this. T.I.'s music career was only secondary. It was on the side. It was a side project. Side hustle. Man was a gangster first. But what's he doing now? Is he is he on the streets? Was he a businessman? I I he's always been a businessman. Because there's some guys who 
coming to the corporate world, you can't dilute that. TI, I feel like, is one of the very few. Because there's a lot of guys who, when they go corporate, they, they go full on. You know, now they're doing uh, songs with, like, Katy Perry and whoever. Like, TI never lost that thing. Mm. Like, like the game as well. He stayed gangster from the beginning. You know the game. He's, uh, I do know of the game. I don't know much about the game. Yeah, there, there's some guys who just... He's the guy, if he rocks up in your office and he's in, like, gangster clothing, yeah. you're the one who's small, even though you're in your suit. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. He I, makes I, you feel like you're the small guy. That's exactly it. Yeah. Hey, T.I., you can see there's some guys who, I don't need those kind of problems. T.I. is one of those guys. Have you seen in movies, they even hire him when they need gangsters, they hire T.I. Yeah. T.I. is like... He's the poster boy of gangsterism. But, but would you want that? Like if you, because at a stage when you like TI level, you don't want to be typecast. Because now I don't think that there's certain people like Jay-Z, right? He evolved and now people say, hey, he a business, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Instead of, and he comes from that life. Yeah, he does. Oh, well, they, they all say they do. Like, no, I, I, I don't know if they all Jay-Z do. Jay-Z did. Jay-Z well, did. Well, they all say they do. I mean, two Man people. sold drugs. He even says in his song on, on Watch the Throne in the album. But, but you know, some people have lied about that. I'm yeah. not saying I don't believe Jay-Z. I'm just saying, you know, it's a good narrative to have. But, but you can see when someone lies or when someone does. Someone like Jay-Z, yeah. he, he's, he's acknowledged the fact he's not perfect and he had to come up off the streets. Sure. And I believe him. Okay, fair enough. So let's say we believe him. Okay. I'm saying, okay, but now he's evolved. You almost don't think of him like that. Like I think of him and I think, man... That guy's doing business deals with the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Like when I think of Jay Z now, obviously his music, uh, Jigger, Jigger, Jigger. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think of him like the interviews with Warren Buffett. That's how I think of him now. Mm. I don't think of him as, yo, that guy used to be a gangbanger, bro. Like, T.I., I can never, <laughs> I can never divorce T.I. T. from that. You know what I mean? I couldn't see T.I. and Bill Gates sitting in the same room. No, not because I don't think T.I. is intelligent. He's obviously intelligent. You mm. don't get to the... But just because, like you said, he's so... He's he's the poster boy. He's the poster boy. And I guess for some guys, you just... The, once you're in the streets, you're in the streets. Mm. So... That's what I'm saying. Lil Wayne, anything's possible. Yeah, that guy is something else, hey? I've I've loved Lil Wayne from when I was a kid, when I used to grow up, uh, listen to his, his, uh, his mixtapes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Carter 1, Carter 2, Carter 3... Carter four, and then we we got Carter five about, I'd say, five, four or five years ago. Okay, but he was sitting on that album for ten years, and it was still popular when it came out. Which means that sound, he made ten years ago, but he held on because he was within that Birdman contract situation, and he refused to he refused to release under Birdman. And Birdman said, until you release that, that album, we ain't doing anything. Yeah. And eventually um, there was an agreement and he released it. But that album slapped, what, five years ago? And he had been holding on to that sound for 10 years. Because Birdman. So all I'm saying is, the, the man knows how to, he knows what's, what's up. I mean, 10 years later and that album's still relevant. Come on. Wheezy. Wheezy. Hey, we all got our demons, bro. What does, what does Senzo say? Wheezy F and F stands for? <laughs> I forget. I forget what he oh, says. Oh, man. He says, because it was Wheezy F and... Uh, Wheezy F, baby. Remember, he's yeah. Wheezy F, baby. And F stands... What stood for? 
I don't know. Something, yeah. Something. Lil Wayne, his, his documentary is going to be out of this world when Netflix buy it for like a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you must go watch. He's already put one out for the Carter 3, when the Carter 3 went live. Uh-huh. Insane. You must watch it. Like, back then we didn't have, we had iTunes, yeah. which is, we didn't have streaming services. And I think his album got leaked two or three days before, but he used that to his advantage to market the album. It's, Go watch it. I forget the name of it, but I'll I'll find it for you. Weezy F baby. All right. This is the MKT show. Ryan, as I do every single Monday, we'll talk uh, right wrong. I'll tell you about Man United. They got they got a bit of a situation. Paul Pogba mm. reportedly will become the highest paid player in the history <sighs> of the Premier League. So not just Man United, he will be paid the most money in the world. I'll give you my thoughts. Or or not in the world, but certainly in Premier League history. I guess the Real Madrid guys would probably, someone there would, would be the highest paid in, in the history of mankind. And then AFCON, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about, uh, the, the watch alongs, et cetera. Uh, Ryan, give me that music. Let me tell you, as I do every single Monday, where I was right and where I was wrong. All right. Start off with where I was right. Arsenal are still five years away. By the way, Arsenal knocked out of the FA Cup by Nottingham Forest. Incredible. Um, you, it shouldn't surprise you. Arsenal's starting 11 is a bunch of kids. When they rotate, I mean, we're talking about juveniles here. So Arteta finding out that at the sharp end and you want to play two, three competitions, it ain't the same. And by the way, Arsenal don't have any European football to deal with. Still, uh, they don't have the strength to survive Nottingham Forest. So I was dead right there. I still think Arsenal five years away. Where I was wrong, Cameroon, not great in the opener. Not great. Because I, I thought the moment come at the hour, Samuel Eto's there, the indomitable Lions, and it, it, that ain't it. That ain't it. So, um, Cameroon, I was dead wrong, but they got the win. Uh, so congratulations to him. Where I was right, Antonio Brown's just a bad person. He, he, he's just a bad person. Like, we have to be able to say that. By the way, you don't need to be sanctimonious about it. But you can say people are bad people. There's nothing you can do about that. And that's not because I think that people always show you who they are. His behavior makes him a bad person and not my opinion of his behavior. You can't behave like that for five years and we have to excuse you. I'm sorry. Antonio Brown, I was dead right. Since he went Facebook live in the change room, Shannon Sharp said it and I agreed immediately. I've been in change rooms. That place is a sanctity it has a sanctity to it to sportsmen and sports people the rest of the world should not be allowed in there unless we say it and he let the world in and exposed um coach tomlin forevermore so antonio brown i was dead right bad guy now he's been released by the tampa Bay buccaneers and he's turning on tom brady tom brady has nobody who's ever said a bad thing about him teammates coaches everybody says brady's the guy here is this one guy who by the way Tom Brady saved him. Tom Brady gave him a Super Bowl. Tom Brady vouched for him after Bruce Arians at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers said, because what people may or may not know, Bruce Arians was the coach of the Steelers when AB came in as a seventh, um, as a seventh or sixth round pick, uh, best friends with, um, Ben Roethlisberger. And Arians said he knew him when he was young. He said, he's not for us. So Antonio Brown, bad guy, bad guy. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have let him go. Where I was wrong, Manchester United have regressed. Ralph Ranik, not enough. It ain't going to work. 
already people are complaining it's tough it's hard and there are whispers coming out in the papers that players are not happy with Ralph running I told you I was wrong I thought Ralph would, would get a handle on it but Man United going soft where I was right Cristiano Ronaldo made the wrong call I told you all when he went there is only two places he should have gone right Man City or Chelsea they are the only places where they are ready to win now in England the other one's Real Madrid but Ronaldo doesn't strike me as the type of guy that could go back he doesn't want to go back because he knows that Man United uh, excuse me at Real Madrid it'll never be the same again he knows that that's an aging squad he should have gone to Man City the correct place was Man City and he allowed himself to get in his feelings and I was dead right Cristiano Ronaldo he, he made the wrong call he will leave at the end of the season it's too late now Man United won't make the top four and even if they do Ronaldo will realize I have maybe a year and a half left at my peak sorry it's over where I was wrong Novak Djokovic news just dropped he will stay in Australia will he play right will he play at the Aussie Open well that's another conversation the last I checked they, they're going to have another conversation there Novak Djokovic I thought they'd kick him out of Australia or, or not necessarily kick him out of Oz but I thought they'd make it more difficult he's uh, he's in Australia and Novak says hey they, they say no are you going to get a vax he says no vax uh, Novak Djokovic is what they're calling him um, where I was right England are awful at cricket it's as simple as that they are 3-0 down they managed to draw the last test Australia bowled too, uh, batted too long they batted too long in that second innings but England are awful at cricket. The culture's eroded. The team's eroded. And has T20 cricket and 100-ball cricket eroded everything for England? Perhaps. But England are, the, are maybe the worst I've ever seen them at. And that includes the 5-0 they lost when Harmison uh, bowled that wide of the first ball of the series all those years ago. Where I was wrong, the Proteas got the win. The Proteas, it's 1-1. Dean Alga went to the Wanderers. And it's 1-1. How's they wrong? Proteas are... They're, they're a cricket team. Lungingit, I'm still not happy with his weight. And um, I don't care what people say. I, I have to say it. You, you can't look like that and be a professional sportsman. It's despicable. Uh, where I was right, Jose Mourinho made a mistake by going to Syria. Jose, you're better than that. Folks, I always say date in your class. If you're a nine, date nines. Because people are insecure. If you're an eight, date eights. Because you're always going to be unhappy when you date a six and you settle and a six is a six. Jose can't be angry with Roma for Roma being who they are. Jose Mourinho is a nine. He belongs in the Premier League. Please don't let Spurs and Manchester United fans fool you. You're now seeing what a shambles both those clubs are. That wasn't Jose's fault. Don't know where he was going, but I was dead right. I said Roma was a mistake and they lost to Juventus and he's saying they were weak. It's because they are weak, Jose. You're better than that. I expect Jose Mourinho to be back in the big time in the next two years. And where I was wrong, I am juiced for AFCON, dude. Like, I, I didn't realize I'd be as pumped, but we did our first watch along last night. I'm so ready for AFCON. I'm so ready to be a part of it. I'm so ready to, to share Africa's greatest with the world. And obviously, you know, it's easy to say that because we're working with uh, TikTok and we're doing official uh, watch alongs. But I thought about it last night. I was like, am I just being a professional? No, I'm genuinely juiced about it. Like, I want to... I want to see the young African talent, and it's awesome that we get to do this for a living, right? You know what I'm saying? For me, right? It's I've never really been one for Afcon, but as I've really started to progress watching, like in the in the Premier League, starting to see all these African players shining in the Premier League, and now that they're leaving holes 
gaping holes in the Premier League teams during this AFCON tournament, it's making me follow on and I'm like, wow, our African players are actually insanely talented. Mm. And now you're mixing them with, with the best in Africa. I mean, it's, it's electric. It is, is what it is. That's the term. That's, that's the term. It's electric. So last night when I was watching, first time that I've, I've really followed AFCON, like I've, I've heard about it. Yeah. But last time was the first, first night that I actually watched the opening ceremony. It felt like I was in the World Cup again, you know? Got you. It's nice when you see effort being put in something. And I think with this AFCON, you can see they put a lot of effort into it because they know the world is watching now. For, like, I don't want to say for the first time, but it's, it's become a, a, a real relevant event because now even the European guys that side are noticing the talents in Africa and they're like, okay, hey, cool. The scouts are there. Yeah. People are looking on like, who's going to be the next guy? Who's going to be the next Salah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, and, and I think you've put it well because it's almost like a re-reveal, right? Because think of Africa's kind of been by the wayside for three years because mm. our leagues aren't on TV like, no. like the Premier League and La Liga. You, you know what I mean? And now it's kind of what? Three years where we've been in lockdown. Yeah. I mean, AFCON was supposed to be last year. So think of that. It was two years ago. It was three years ago, actually, AFCON. Mm. And isn't it nice that we have our own cup? Yeah. Like, forget Europeans now. We, you're in our country now, you know. And it is in, in the biggest country, well, uh, biggest continents in the world. Second biggest, yeah. Second yeah. biggest. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I thought no, it was biggest. No, well, yeah, just behind Asia, I believe. But listen, we, it's ours. Because mm. also, you, you know what the great thing about the Brits and Americans that they do well, that I don't think Africans do well? Like, when you've got something, like, maybe the Premier League is not as good as, as they say it is. But they say it so much, eventually I believe it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we ne- we're not good at that as Africans. Like, we should say, we got the AFCON, this is unbelievable. Like, yeah. just we, say it. And the thing say is, right, chest. we set the standard for AFCON. There's no Europeans doing AFCON. Yeah. They do their own thing. And we sit by happily and let them do it. Now it's us. Yeah. And so, you know what? For the first time last night, I was sitting there and I was like, this is awesome to watch. Shout this out to Samoeto. Uh, yeah. Hey, Eto coming out of the suit. Serving the streets. <laughs> He's even coming out in the suit. That, see, Raphael Varane, that's how you get a tailored suit. Yeah. You see, with the cu- <laughs> you saw how Eto had cufflinks. He had the look, carrying out the trophy. It's a thing. And he had the hair right. I'm telling you. If Senzo was here, he would say he's serving the streets. Come Give the on. people what they want. Oh, that was awesome. Eto is awesome, dude. Yeah. Like, but the, <laughs> I was even laughing at, at some of the presenters because you and Shimmy yesterday on, on the watch along, yeah. you guys were in your traditional attire. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing a dashiki. Uh, I don't know what uh, Shimmy was wearing, but also traditional attire. He had, he had um, just the shirt. Yeah. But I felt like I was the one left out. But then when I was watching the presenters, I think you guys are the guys left out. <laughs> Did you notice that? But I don't get why the guys are wearing suits. Like like you said, it's ours. It's AFCON. Yo, why are you wearing a suit? It's not the Premier League. Like, Because now the whole world is going to see our presenters. Like Benjani Muarawari was one of the guys, by the way, electric player, that guy. And he's wearing a suit. I'm like, put the guy in Those some... Those guys felt themselves the last... Did you see... They were on camera. They were the guys. Yeah, well, listen, Benjani is the guy. And the great, for those, who, for those youngsters who don't know, 
this is a word that's overused, but there was a guy in the middle, uh, Stanton Fredericks, uh, Benjani Mwariwari. The only one who was, was the brilliant um, Carol Manan. Oh, and she owned it, eh? Yeah. Did you no, see no, those rings around no, her neck? Full on. Ooh. She's, Carol's what we should look like. Proper, nice, blue. Yeah. Mm. No, no. Colorful. No, she, African. That's what I'm saying. Last <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was the one who blended in last time. <laughs> you guys stuck out. It was incredible. Like, no, but it was cool. And listen, the great JJ Okocha, right? If you don't know him, then I can't help you. But he's top three greatest African players of all time. And he's wearing a suit. Mm. I'm like, get a dashiki on the man. <laughs> and what I like about JJ, super articulate guy, right? But he's Nigerian. Like the one thing about JJ, he's unmistakably Nigerian. Let him wear his traditional tie. Why and are you wearing a suit? And Nigerians always go over the top. And they're the guys. They drip. You know what I mean? Hardcore. You've seen, you've seen their, their uniforms in the past. Crazy. Yeah. So, and he's the guy. So mm. there's Nigerian players and he's, he's the Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> he's Tapura Sakon. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I was so, I hope they don't do the suit thing the whole tournament. Like I like, but but they will now, hey, because they've set the standard. You can't change now, because mm. now it's gonna look Literally. weird. It's gonna look weird because I didn't even check social media, but I'm pretty sure people have said what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, come on, guys. Not even a Wakanda suit or something. And can we also just have a shout out to uh, Burkina Faso and and Cameroon last night? What a game! She's like physical. What eh? a game! Physical. Those guys, as I said on the live last night, it's like playing chicken. How physical was that game? I mean, we saw the first yellow card in the first minute. Like, we always think that like the Premier League's hectic, you know? Like, people go, yeah, go on, shine. But you watch the physicality last night. I mean, there were, there were three or four challenges that are an immediate red card and possible sus- suspensions. You have to give it to the Africans for not diving at all. No, no, no. And there's no faking. No, there's no faking, no diving. These guys, when they go down, they go down. <laughs> what a game. Incredible. And the most incredible thing yesterday, the first lady, Chantal, I forget what her surname is. I'll forget her surname. Same as the president. But that lady's outfit, if you haven't seen it. Simpiwe <laughs> said this morning, I showed her a picture of her this morning. Simpiwe said, how is, she's the first lady and a slay queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, yeah. I, can I put better than that? I don't think so. This is the MKT show. <laughs> Listen, we have to be honest. I wore an outfit yesterday for the AFCON opener. It, it goes too hard. I've set the standard too high. Yeah, you you were like those guys wearing the suits. Now you've, you need to keep it there. There's no way. I can only wear that again for the final, right? It goes too hard. No, it does. There's no way. There's no end. And by the way, you can see this on TikTok. At the MKT show, we put up a post last night after we recorded, uh, but we were on, we were live for three and a half hours yesterday. Yeah, no, no. Listen, we've, we don't, yeah, we're not playing here. We don't sleep. <laughs> it's cause we're, what are we? We're not 60. We don't need to sleep. So go check it out. Come on, dog. Tell us what you think of MKT's outfit. <laughs> you, you can hit me up at MKT Inspires. Tell him what you really feel. <laughs> Goes hard. And that's the other nice thing about TikTok. We get to show some BTS of what actually goes on behind 
these productions. For sure. So, and I want people to feel a part of it. Mm. Ah, but that outfit. All right. I looked at it. Ryan's also got like a super nice cell phone because I, I don't ever like, I've never had a, an uber nice, the nicest cell phone I've ever had was a secondhand iPhone 5. Cause it's not my thing. I've never like, you know what I mean? I'm not like a selfie person. I don't, I actually don't take photos like on holiday or whatever. I'm also not a photo person. Really? But then why do you have a nice, um, cell phone? So I, I think I take photos of other things. Not particularly of me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do it a bit more because you know, we're in the content game. Plus you, wait, that doesn't make sense. Mm. Like I'm not a drip guy. Yeah. You're a drip guy. Yeah. Or, or, or do you get your drip for yourself? Cause, no, I get it for myself. Yeah. Cause, Cause some people don't get drip for themselves. They get it for other people. I feel like when you dressed in something that you like. Yeah. And that, that you feel good in, then it's, it's a good start to the day because you, you can walk in. Confidently, because you you know how you look. That's I don't I don't dress up for anyone else. That's a good point. Mm. It's a good point. A, you can me. look completely ridiculous, but if you think you you owning your look, own it. Have you ever seen Guy? Do you know Guy Ritchie is big time director. Anyway, ah uh, yeah, I think he's just before your time. The name rings about. So he used to be married to a lady called Madonna. You know Madonna, the yeah, ma- the material girl. Yeah, uh, Guy Ritchie, interesting, super interesting guy. Oh no, um, his latest. His latest thing was, what's the terrible Robert Downey Jr., who's the detective? Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. That was his latest. He did Arthur as well. I don't, don't know if you ever saw Arthur. Th- that's kind of the, those are the big time commercial ones, but okay. he's, he's done. So I think, you know, all the Brit gangster films. Mm-hmm. That's guy, oh, like okay. Guy Ritchie's the OG he's, he's the guy, of, yeah. of that style. Um, certainly in the modern era anyway. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, Guy Ritchie has an interesting take on suits. Uh, for basically for exactly what you're saying is he says he thinks of the suit almost like a, an, uh, a shining armor. You, you, you know, is a, a knight needs to go into battle knowing that I'm good. Mm. You, you know what I mean? So to, to your exact point. So you and Guy Ritchie, who would have thought, huh? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to talk to you about people now after yesterday. Oh, what's the story? Because this is the second time this has happened now. We've, we had a conversation yesterday, right? Okay. Let's hear it. Who did you tell me about yesterday? I can't remember. Bob Saget. <laughs> R.I.P. Bob Saget. Then I wake up this morning, headlines. Yeah. Bob Saget. And you didn't know who he was? No. Yeah. But I, I woke up to headlines of him passing. So are you suggesting if I talk about people, there's a hex on them now? We were talking about Betty White a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And then? So are you saying I'm the common denominator? I'm, I'm nervous now. <laughs> you bring up anyone. Now, poor Guy Ritchie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, right. So what are you saying? When I talk about people, there's there's something going on now. There's something going on. <laughs> yesterday, we were talking about Bob Saget, the Bob Saget. Indeed. You told me yesterday, Indeed. Ryan, do you not know who Bob Saget is? Yeah, yeah. Full house, yeah, yeah. one of the funniest guys in the world. Yeah, sure. Then I wake up this morning, headlines. R.I.P. Bob Saget. Hey, but the problem is, Bob's like, I don't know if I was telling you about this, but he's been living. Bob's been living. Oh, is this? Yeah. Oh, he did a show last night. You know that? I looked up his Instagram this morning. He posted an Instagram of last night's show yeah. saying he's going to be here, there, everywhere, see you in two weeks here, Tampa Bay here. Yeah, he was touring. Yeah. And he said, I don't know when I'm going to end, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue because I love this. He, so he was, <laughs> he was living the, the, the narcotics and uh, like ladies of the night. Oh, is yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. So the last 10 years, he's been, it's, it's like well known that he's into prostitutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Bob Saget, huh? 
from from wholesome dad on Full House <laughs> to so R.I.P. Now, now I'm just nervous about who we bring up on in so, our conversation because now you think I'm yo Bob Saget, Betty I was White. I about Justin Bieber earlier. No, no, no. Whoa. So we're gonna cut these conversations now, Ryan. I didn't know this, but let's reveal to the people you're like you're you're into Justin Bieber. Oh yeah, no, and, and not like in a weird way. You're just a hectic fan. And fan from the beginning, not just jumping on the train now because he's an adult. I was a fan from the beginning. Really? Yeah. I used to get made fun of at school for it. And what I've is, been to both his concerts yeah. when he came here. Yeah. I was I went to the Believe Tour and on the Purpose Tour. Listen, we don't know who listens to this, but you would make Ryan's life if you got Justin Bieber. I mean, because what's the one where you can pay for a celebrity to send a happy birthday message or whatever? Uh, cameo. I don't think Justin Bieber does that. Man has too much money. He doesn't don't, need to. No, do no, that. don't say that. Um, who, who, there, there was a, like a Hollywood, I think Jack Nicholson. No, no, no. No, but, no, no. There's a couple of guys that do it. Yeah. But, but I don't think Justin's on it. Why? You, I probably would have found it already. <laughs> I would have found it already. But the thing is, right? I still think me and him would be, we'd be good friends. What, where would you take, um, Justin Bieber, if he came to South Africa, I would say again, I like, would, like, hey, I need somebody to hang out, Ryan. Let's let's just go kick it. It's uh, Saturday afternoon drinks. Saints, uh, what the Saint in in town? In in Sanson. Yeah, yeah. But is Saint your vibe? Because you also need to go somewhere where you're comfortable, like you said, with the drip. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Because Saint, uh, I haven't been there, but I've seen photos and Oof. people have told me about Saint. Is it's a slightly different vibe. Like, you're not a douchebag. No, that's true. You've got to be a bit of a douchebag to go to St. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but I just have I, the douchebag card that goes with it. You know what I mean? Oh, oh is that the vibe at St.? What? Is that like proper big money? Yo. Mm. Saint, huh? Yep, Saints, people. yeah. Saints, all the, back in the, back in the clubbing days, I had friends in the DJ uh, business. And mm. before, there's a very popular club in the basement of the Michelangelo, which mm. is one of the biggest, well, most popular hotels. I wouldn't say popular. You have to be able to uh, afford to but go. That's there. where Oprah stays. Yeah, yeah Oprah stays there. Yeah. Um, and so there was a big boy club there, and they would do dinner there at seven till about ten. Then you enter the club. Oh, uh, okay. That was where, like, pre drinks. Then so, you walk across the road. Boom. So you got a saint for supper. Saint for supper. Michelangelo. Then basements. Yeah. Ferraris. Lamborghinis. Chilling. What, what's the Michelangelo club called? Onyx. Onyx. But now I don't know if it's open. It's been shut down for uh, COVID. But they also have another club in the back called Rogue. Is this at uh, Michelangelo? Yeah, yeah. So, but that's that's for the exclusive. You go like who's there? Like are you, what are you doing? Like Justin Bieber, the president. I know there was one night I was there with with some with some friends of mine, and my my friend was just uh, he just finished his set, and we're on our way out, and they were like, "Hold up, we're trying to get Post Malone to come in here." So what they do is they pay celebrities. Or, so I think they do. Yeah. From what I, from what I understand, they pay celebrities to make an appearance. Yeah. And then obviously, when you hear about these celebrities, like most recently, right? Actually, can I bring this up? Please do. We had David Dobrik in South Africa. And who's David the Dobrik? David not, Dobrik. Not everybody knows who that is. He's one of the biggest YouTubers in the world, known for his um, vibey vlogs. I'd say so. Him and his friends, they call the Vlog Squad. Because wherever they go, they, they film these vlogs. By the way, mm. his executive producer, Stabura actor as well, was with Bob Saget in Full House. John, John Stamos. John Stamos. Yeah, yeah. 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 So 
He's busy. All right. So his vlogs took off. He's a very popular YouTuber. And so his vlogs took off. And he did so well that Discovery, uh, if, if you know Discovery, they have like their own platform in America called Discovery Plus. Okay. And they offered him a show called Discovering David Dobrik. So what they do is, and John Stamos is a producer on the show. So wait, Discovery as in the, the channel or Discovery as in Adrian Gore, who's making sure people don't die from stuff? The channel, I'm Okay, assuming. Discovery, yeah. okay. So this is like an extra on their online streaming platform in America. Got you. And so what they do is, John Stamos, he had this idea. He wants to take David and drop him in different countries around the world. They, they did Dubai. They did um, a couple other places as well. I forget the names. And see how he adapts with his friends with the different cultures. So, so South Africa was next on the so list. So it's like an idiot abroad. Yeah. Well, not an idiot, but... No, no. Have you seen the idiot abroad? Okay, so there's, okay. A, there's a thing by... Sorry, out of context. Uh, sorry, Ricky Gervais. Okay. Steve Merchant. Oh, yes. Right? They, they have a guy called Carl Pilkington, and they, they did the same thing about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they took... The, so Carl is very much like English and... For those who don't know, people in England are very, very parochial and super small town. They don't travel well. The Brits do not travel. They don't like to leave England. Um, and so they take Carl Pilkington, who's from Manchester, mm-hmm. and drop him in like but ridiculous places. Oh. <laughs> like like Ricky Gervais, if you don't know who that is, is one of the most ridiculous human humans of all time. He's just such an antagonist. And they drop Carl in the middle of the Amazon jungle. like Oh, like that. Yeah, so it's that vibe. Okay. So I, I didn't but, realize. But it's this. not as hectic. It's more like, so I think they started off in the Czech Republic, mm-hmm. uh, where David's uh, from. And then they started from there. Then they went to uh, France. Then they went to Italy. And so they just go out and film these. I've never actually seen an episode because we don't have Discovery Plus yet. So I'm still trying to find the episodes. But South Africa is next on the list. And so... The reason why I'm bringing this up um, is because he landed here on Friday. I didn't know this. I woke up on Saturday morning to a lot of people who I know in, in the DJ industry um, at, at Madison's in Ravonia, not far from our studios, by the way. And somebody took him there. But Madison's isn't like like the, the onyx of, of the club scene. Madison's is like where if you're, if you're 18 to I'd say about 21, it's quite a vibe. How old's Dobrik? Uh, he's uh, 24, 25. Okay, so that's his vibe. No, so, yeah, but also the Americans mature a lot, a lot quicker, no, I'd say. I don't know. I think we, I think we always watch the, like, celebrity Americans and we think they do. Maybe. Me. But, but he is one of, one of those, like, they are, they are adults. You know what I mean? And so somebody took him to Madison's. I don't know who did that. <laughs> like, what punk took him? To Madison's of all places, so, and not to a place like Onyx. But w- what's Madison's like? Madison's okay. Yeah, so just it's young. paint a picture for people. Like, well, well, what kind of? It's a it's a good night out if you between those ages of eighteen to twenty one. I'd say cheap drinks. You know, it's a it's a fun place to hang out, but it's not it's not luxury. I'd say no. So it's it's, it's, it's a fun place to to go and have a have a good night, but it's not if you've got money. It's not the place to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. so. I'm I'm not I'm not calling it, you know, bad at all. But if you have money, you go to say Onyx or you know, like in, in Cape Town they have arcade. But, but if, you're tw- if, like you're 21, no, you, if you're twenty one, no, you, you even if you've got cash, you can't like yeah, like Dobrik's twenty four. He's not going to fit in at Saint. 
Like being 24 is still 24. No, you know no, no, no. You fit in as Saints. You reckon, uh, you that, reckon Dobrik's your man? That's because you're a big Dobrik fan, though, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. But also, he's he's recognized all over the world. Like, he is A-plus ce- celebrity um, status. Fair enough. Him and his friends. So, I don't know why he went to Madison's, but yeah. yeah. So, you're not happy with whoever suggested Madison. And it's funny because I'm waking up to a couple of TikTok videos of some local guys. They saying the same thing as me. They all saying, your tour guide did you wrong. <laughs> Who took you there? Because I think he's chilling with some other South African YouTubers here. Oh, good for him. Yeah. And I hope he has a, I hope he has a great time while he's here. Yeah, uh, no, he... Uh, so what's his name? David Dobrik. David Dobrik, massive YouTuber. Uh, I'll definitely look into him, see what he's about. He's successful. I'd, I'd like to emulate his success. You know what I'm saying? One of my friends um, spoke to him just before he left the club on, on Friday night. And it turns out he's going off to the Kruger now. For the week okay with him and his friends so yeah he was just here for one night and then as we all know they'll probably go what cape town cape town is where it's at yeah it's oh let's see what he does whatever he's doing he went to madison so anything can happen and also whatever he's doing shout out like yeah like he's successful yeah he is so and he's such a nice guy he's not wrong for going to madison's in my mind because he's david dobrik yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? He can do whatever he wants. He's serving the streets. Come on with it. Come on with it. So shout out to him and uh, welcome to him. So you're saying he's from the Czech Republic? Yeah. Is that his family or him? Uh, his family, but he, he went to LA. He was on one of those visas where you couldn't leave the US uh, for, like for 10 years. Green card vibes, yeah. But then, because of his success on YouTube, he applied, he, 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 um, the special talent visa. There's also that. Oh, is, is, special, that. Yeah, you get like a special talent. So he got his green card. Yeah. But nah. it was, he thought that he couldn't leave until he was 30. And then, obviously, because of his success over the last couple of years, they opened him up. And that's why the show is now taking him everywhere. Because he's been, either he's been in the Czech Republic, and then he went to LA and he was trapped in America. He yeah. couldn't, he yeah. could just travel America. Yes. So now they're taking him, okay, you want to see the world? Let's go to Paris. And then he saw his parents for the first time in six or seven years. Oh, because he didn't want to go home. You, you can't go home. Otherwise, you can't come back. You, yeah, you can't get that uh, that visa. Yeah. Listen, I'm all for that, by the way. Shout out to America. It's like like we're the standard. We, mm. we, we, are, we, don't, we don't listen to you. We don't care about your human rights. Because what you have to do with places, like if you want excellence, is you have to squeeze the nonsense out of people. Like the way people are raised, you know what I mean? And... <laughs> I love the, listen, I've, I've, <laughs> I've been in the mix in the Czech Republic and that whole region. They're different people. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Czech Republic. Beautiful oh, place. Beautiful women as well. Mm. Guys, not so much. <laughs> not, not very handsome guys. Like Sweden is the perfect balance. Super handsome guys and, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. <laughs> we all know what's going on. If you haven't been, I always say, Single guys, if you can afford it, you have to go to Stockholm on your own at least once. Mm. Prague, Stockholm, for single guys. I don't speak for ladies on this show, and I'll never, ever speak for ladies. But you have to go to Stock- Stockholm, and you have to go to Prague at least once. So he's from Czech Republic, huh? Czech Republic, Listen, yeah. they, they come, with, a, they come with, with the bonus pack. Yeah, yeah. The mentality of people from there. It's why I get along so well with people from there because I like a bit of edge. So <laughs> shout out to Dobrik. All right, now I'm going to look him up. Now that I know he's from the Czech Republic and not just a white guy, <laughs> then I'm definitely going to look him up. All right, he's in South Africa. Dobrik, you should listen to this podcast and I hope you have the time of your life mm. in, in the Republic. 
if you don't mind me, you speaking about countries that don't take nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. You spoke about Djokovic earlier. Mm -hmm. So you told me to prepare some social media for the show. If you don't mind, I'm going to drop this in real quick. Come on with it. So he won his court appeal this morning to play. Now, Australia's done something worse. Worse or better? Worse. Let's hear it. They've arrested him. What? After he won, he went out, and now they've arrested him. When did this happen? This morning. So he won the appeal, then he left, and then police took him in. So he left the, 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 what, the quarantine area? Yeah. He, he won the appeal. So they said, you can play. The judge said, you can now play in the open, despite all what went down in Melbourne. Yes. And you know, his dad, you know, got everyone on the streets of where, uh, where's he from? Uh, he's from Serbia. Yeah. yeah. So in Serbia, they were marching the streets, sure. you know, cause they, they thought it was an attack on Serbia. Sure. He was comparing it to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. I mean, who was comparing it to his father? His father said this is an attack on Serbia, and they compared Novak being held captive like the, crucifi uh, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. I, and I'm quoting verbatim here. Listen, I was in meetings uh, all this morning because um, there's other <laughs> stuff cooking, right? I have not seen this. This is wild. Because I saw this morning when I woke up that Novak had um, appealed and he'd been granted. Uh, so that was this morning. Um, Around five. I mean, I get up at four, so I just check my phone when I wake up with the latest news. He's been arrested. When did that happen, Ryan? Are you talking? Is that breaking news? Well, it's been broken for a couple of hours now. You can go research it. This is unbelievable. So now, if you thought his dad was crazy comparing him to the crucifixion of of Jesus, what two or three days ago? Now they've arrested him. Now it's no longer hotels. Now he's sitting in jail. Wait, is is he arrested right now? He's arrested right now. So what did they do? Did they, did they do like, did you ever see the Conan ball when the police came on the field in the Argentina-Brazil game to take Leo Messi off the field because he wasn't um, vaccinated the, or the, whatever? Oh, I thought it was for tax evasion. No, that was, that, that was in Spain, yeah. <laughs> they don't get involved in, ta in Spain stuff. Um, no, um, no, no, no. Tax is a suggestion in Spain. It's not, a, it's not something you have to do. So wait, no, is Novak in jail now? From what I understand, yes. I'm, I'm just busy pulling this up. This is incredible. So now, imagine what's going to go down. Holy smokes. All right. Um, reporting from Sky Sports News, Djokovic being held in isolation in Melbourne, awaiting outcome of appeal against decision by Australian border force uh, to cancel his entry visa and deport him. Djokovic will appeal uh, and be heard on Monday. Okay. So, so that was the story yesterday. And Novak Djokovic has been arrested. Wow. So, and what's Twitter saying right now? That must be the... I don't even want to know. That made headlines everywhere. Novak? I, 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 I don't know if it's a rumor. It can't be true. Because how would they, if he's been granted to play, surely he can leave. Well, I mean, look what happened with Leo Messi and them. You, you know, the, the police came on the field. It becomes, a, so you didn't see that, hey? When Messi no. and, yeah, on the field, like the wow. Brazilian police are coming That's to arrest insane. this guy. Because remember, you couldn't, um, they kind of got a, a special reprieve, right? Um, to travel because obviously he's Leo Messi, you know what I'm saying? And Brazil had its own rules. And it was kind of, nobody was kind of sure, uh, you, you know what I mean, in terms of could these guys come through? They haven't isolated long enough, blah, blah, blah. They obviously paid the right people. And then bang. Um, wow. Novak Djokovic, a jailbird, hey? 
I mean, these tweets are crazy. Wow. Oliver Brown um, says, latest astonishing twist suggesting that Djokovic has been arrested in Melbourne. Government appears determined not to be embarrassed just four months out from federal election and to deport him regardless of judges ruling. My God. So now war is about to break loose because now you can only imagine Djokovic's father. And I don't know if you saw the controversy on the weekend about it. Go ahead. So the date that he tested positive for COVID was released, mm-hmm. leaked, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, but go ahead. And then they found a picture of him accepting an award from somebody in an award ceremony one day after he tested positive for COVID-19. But Novak's already shown you guys what he thinks of COVID. Because, mm. by the way, go and look up how he behaved at the beginning. Him and, I forget the other tennis player, uh, Croat, or also from uh, sort, sort of that part of the world, right? The Baltic region. Is that Novak went on a world tour Yeah. at the beginning of COVID when we had no... That was the beginning when it was, remember, we thought... We thought like it was like venom, you, you know, once it's got us, we, we you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember how COVID, we were crazy at yeah. the beginning. He then went on a world tour. Mm. There was no vaccine. There was no control. The whole world was burning down. Novak said, get the hell out of here. I want to listen to music on stages. Novak said, Novak. Novak, Doc. <laughs> Novak, Stokovic. It's insane. It's beyond insane. This man is, but. But now is this bad press for tennis? No. Or is it bad press for Australia? No, 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 no. Australia is fine. Um, it's Listen, all it's going to be is polarizing. And the problem is that this is being viewed through the lens of Twitter. Mm. Twitter's not real life. No. L- less than 10% of the world is on Twitter, by the way. I don't even know what the numbers are, but relax. Like, Novak Djokovic is going to be dealt with. You know, there's this kind of notion that people think they can beat the system. And it happens with men when they get lots of money and they're super successful. It's what... It's what's great about like Roger Federer, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, um, and Guy Ritchie speaks about it on his podcast. He says, you know, because what's the narrative? Well, once you start to talk about Jesus and it's like, don't, uh, don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. Like, like that's what people <laughs> always say. But Guy Ritchie has such an awesome way of putting it. You know what he says? He says, no, no, no. Don't hate the game, right? Learn the rules of the game and play the game. Mm. And the, this notion that Novak is better than the system or he'll beat the Australian, you, you know, the global network system of law, democracy that we've all decided to live in. And the fact that like a few right, like right wing people are, are saying, Oh my goodness, this is tantamount to North Korea or whatever. I'd, I'd imagine that sort of stuff's coming out. It's like, no, 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 no. He's not like, uh, now I'm not a religious man, but he's not like Jesus. No. Like, you, you know what it is, is what Australia are saying, all right, is, Novak, you're welcome to exercise your personal rights. Because everyone goes, what about his rights? You know what I mean? I say, yeah, no, awesome. Novak, you're welcome to be unvaccinated. Just not here. Mm. <laughs> like, it's fine. We're not saying you must vaccinate. What we're saying is you can't be unvaccinated here. This is our country. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And... So people always argue, what about his personal rights? Like, I've, I'm very clear. Everyone should be forced to vaccinate, right? I'm, I, I will never move off that because people don't know what's good for them. If they did, we wouldn't live in the most anxious, obese human generation of all time. Mm. So, no, don't just leave people alone. People need feedback. Also, 
I, I, I bring this up to the same, um, problem the NFL had uh, a couple months ago with Colin Kaepernick. Sure. Where he compared NFL players to being slaves. Yeah. Like, dude, earning your 200 million dollar contract. Yeah. Being forced to play. I'm sorry if that's a bit too much for you. You, you know, like I understand there should be ethics in sports, but yes. that's a whole different story. Yeah. You're not a slave if yeah. you're being paid $200 million and you just need to play on the field or not play. Look, often people are going to use whatever they, they, they want to say in order to, to be the victim, right? And the Colin Kaepernick thing is so divisive because, I mean, there's a lot of sort of political and university theory as the role of black Americans going right back to slavery days of them being entertainment. So mm. it, it's got so that one's got so many layers. This one doesn't. No, Novak's just a douchebag. And it, by the way, he's entitled to be that. And yeah. it, it doesn't reduce his greatness as a tennis player. No, not at all. It's just, you're allowed to say somebody's a douchebag. And also tennis, tennis, um, championships like these. Yeah. They're allowed to have requirements. No, like, you know, it's that whole FIFO thing. Yeah. Fits in. Yeah. Or F off. Yeah. It's simple. My, my thing about Novak, which is quite interesting, and because I don't really like people that always say, what about my human rights? What about my rights? What about... I say, yes, the amount of rights you want, right? So Novak wants to just do his own thing. But I always say, okay, but are you willing to put up with the consequences of expressing your rights to the limit of those rights? So Novak wants to do what he wants, fine. But then he must live with all of the consequences. And the consequences are Australia say, get the hell out. Yeah. So I'm not saying Novak must listen to me and get vaxxed as much as I think he should, right? I'm saying, Novak, fine, don't get vaxxed. But then live with the consequences. Because especially if you use the Jesus thing, Jesus knew what the consequences were and he lived with them and died because of them. Mm. You, You know what I'm saying? I never heard Nelson Mandela once complain about the journey he went through and the 27 years. I never heard him go, oh, woe is me. You know what I mean? Yeah. He lived with the consequences of being a revolutionary. And if you're comparing yourself to Jesus, I think it's quite right for me to bring Nelson Mandela into it. You know what I'm saying? Is Unless there's documentation of Nelson Mandela having a whinge, I've never heard it. I've never, I've never read it. I've never heard it. All I've ever heard to, from him was, let's not have bloodshed. We got to go on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm with you. So Novak's a douchebag. Like, a, 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 and I and love his father's it. a bigger one. But but maybe apple tree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the apple. That's what it is. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You know what I'm saying. I just think, you know what? If you're gonna go and you you're entering a tournament f- to win a lot of money, and you're one of the best tennis players in the world ever, ever, then abide or not. It's simple. If you don't want to play. Or if you want to play, get vaccinated. If you don't want to play, don't. Because why must the rest of the world crunch under for you? When we vote after the election results in, we don't say, yeah, but what about Ryan? No, it's like the majority has decided, right? Because we live in a democracy. Sure. And, and it's not perfect. Democracy is not perfect. It's, you, you know, everyone's perfect on Twitter, like the people that are defending <laughs> Novak. It's like, no, it's got clearly democracy has problems. It's It's very young as an organizational system. Also, I don't think democracy expected science to be so fast at uh, making people stay alive so long. Mm. So there's 7 billion of them now. I can't be catering to every Novak Djokovic. It's what is good for the masses. We're doing that. And Novak is welcome not to be vaccinated. That's not what I'm arguing. And also not to play, quite frankly. Listen, 
because what, what, what does he want? He wants, I want to be unvaccinated and I want to play. No. Yeah. It's not the, how it works. The con, the, you, you know, my father used to uh, say this all the time. The world is as it is, not how you want it to be. Because I used to whinge like a little spoiled brat. My father said, relax. The world is as it is, not how you want it to be. People who are victims in life want the world to be how... What's the problem? My boss. What's the problem? My boyfriend. What's the problem? My girlfriend. What about you? No, no, no. It's not me. It's them. No, but no. It's you. It, you are the problem right now. And by the way, the problem is not your tennis. The problem is that you want all the rights with no consequences. Mm. Don't vaccinate. Cool. Cool. Okay. We see now. You don't want to vaccinate. Awesome. You're not allowed to play Aussie Open. And I don't see why it's so hard for people to come around with that. It's not a dictatorship. It's not World War II. It's not North Korea. It's exactly how you said it. It's a man with a bit of money. We, we know everyone. Once a guy makes... Listen, all men bet- between the ages of 18 and 40, once they make a little extra cash, uh, that, that ornament in their pants gets a couple of inches on it. And, and you're seeing it on full display. And what's awkward about this whole situation for the world is that he's the greatest tennis player of all time. He's going to win the most majors. That's going to happen. I don't know if you saw the comments from Nadal and... I saw, um, I saw Nadal's comments. Well, what did uh, Roger doesn't talk. Did he just say... No, Roger's... I think... I'm not sure. I'll double check it. No, but no. I'm almost certain he said something. I don't want to misquote, but Roger yeah. Federer doesn't get involved in that nonsense because his wife is strong, by the way. Ro- Roger's wife probably said, shut the hell up. This has nothing to do with you. Just go wear your white jacket and go... Uh, you, you know what I mean? We, we've got Swiss stuff to do. Let's go eat some cheese and, and some chocolate. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm with you. Yeah, his wife is... Where's she from? She's, she's a strong woman. Also from, I think Serbian. She might be Serbian. I must check uh, where she's from, but f- certainly from the Baltic region. And apparently he runs <laughs> Roger's career <laughs> with an iron fist. So shout out to Roger. Novak Djokovic. Douchebag. It's the MKT show. By the way, Roger's wife from Slovakia. And uh, I used to have a Slovakian girlfriend. They not. They don't put up. They don't tolerate that. <laughs> they don't play like that. Only fit, you know what I mean? No, they don't. Roger uh, Federer. One of the greatest of all time. It's perfect. Mar- uh, you've seen his wife before. Like, no, uh, I haven't. don't think I've ever seen her smile. Oh, really? No, she's probably just like, okay, good. She's like Amanda Stavely. No, because Amanda Stavely looks like a Bond villain. Like, <laughs> Amanda Stavely looks too good looking. It's like it's weird. Mm. It's, it's, it's it's like she's an android. <laughs> so it's like someone chiseled her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's almost too perfect. Like super rich and perfect jawline. Well, what's up with that? I don't know because I looked up pictures of her, right? And the thing is, there's pictures of her with her family where she looks totally average. But it's like as soon as she's in those um, stands for Newcastle, it's like it's like um, it's like Venom. It's, it's it's that thing. I got you. She's she used to be a model. Makes I can th- see it. But that makes sense. Makes sense. Where's she from? UK. Oh, is she from the UK? Yeah, yeah. She definitely doesn't look like she's from there. Oh, what do you? What do you? Yeah, she she looks like she's from Mars. She's very good looking and uber rich, an alien like. 
probably from Elon Musk. She's also got that like very dark sort of look to her, which I told you guys this from the beginning, though. Yeah, yeah, no, you did, Uh, but I've I've been looking into it more and more. Yeah, so that's why now she's she's like she's like the real life Cruella Deville. That's exactly what she's like. Mm. That's exactly. Listen, she might not kill the puppies, but she might actually not be like that. Uh, But she she certainly she fits the prototype. All the money in the world. And nobody really knows too much about it. Mm. Do you think she's a good match for, for Roman? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no oh, way. When you get that coffee with him, then you must ask him about it. I'm I'll sure he knows a couple boat. things. No, because Roman needs somebody who's just vibes. It's like, I'm a, you, you can't have... <laughs> that's why Bezos' wife probably had to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no vibes. You're doing too much. Like, Roman needs a female Stedman. Because you, <laughs> you don't need two Oprahs in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? He's that's already... The, he's the guy. But also, when have you seen two billionaires come together? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't but work. Stedman looks like he had money, though. No, he's he's a big-time lawyer, but he's Oprah. Yeah, no, no, Oprah's... He, uh, lawyers are earning like 10, 12 million a year. Oprah's he's probably, earning, <laughs> on a good ratio, he's probably earning 10 cents of the dollar of what... Or no, a cent in the dollar of what Oprah's making. Even less. I mean, if you think he's probably worth a couple of tens of millions. Yeah, Oprah's... Oprah's... What? The O network... Million is worth three billion alone that's just the own network. And, and that's the own network and that's oprah's not doing, even a network yeah, yeah, yeah and oprah's doing other stuff she's her uh, books yeah oprah's oprah so you could go four or five billion probably with oprah he doesn't even register on that but that's who you want to be so i don't think uh, amanda stably her like who's her husband no one knows he's playing his role but but he's I, and he's a, but he's a big time businessman uh, big time businessman yeah yeah big time businessman as well sorry this just sparked a question in my mind why is Oprah doing a disservice handing people out cars for free? Who pays for the insurance on that? For people. So, so are you saying you shouldn't give people a gift they can't afford? Yes. Like, what's a bad gift? It's, no. a, it's a good question. I, I, know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, what if... Although... Because now you have to fill the fuel tank. Yeah. Insurance. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a couple other things. You, but, it, but, but is that on Oprah, would you say? Like... You can't. Is it a tax write-off for Oprah? She doesn't care. No, well, it's probably sponsors. No, 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 no. She she's not buying those things. Because I, I watched an, uh, on YouTube. There's a guy called Mr. Beast, right? Uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard of him. I've heard of. Him. He's one. I think he's if not the biggest YouTuber at the moment. And for one of his videos, he bumped someone's car in in a mall, and he felt bad. So he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy him a Lamborghini. And so he went to go buy this Lamborghini. And then he consulted his, I don't know if it was his mom or if it was one of the, the producers in charge of his channel. And they said, you can't do that to this poor guy. I mean, he, you, you bumped a Corolla. Now you want to buy him a Lamborghini. Who's going to insure that? But why can't the guy just sell the Lamborghini? Hey, but what about that side of it? But then why didn't he just give him money in the first place? He yeah. hadn't bought the Lamborghini yet, but he wanted to because he bumped the other car. And he's like, oh, you know, he's trying to be that whole dramatic. I want to buy you a Lamborghini. His producer was like, you're putting this guy in a pool of in a pool you can't afford, and just get, and just makes me makes me wonder now that you now that you bring that up, like for Oprah, when she's giving away all these gifts, who pays? For what? If you get a car, right? Yeah, it's a car you can't afford, or it's just a really expensive car that just costs a lot to insure. Yeah, like in South Africa, it would be a Polo. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> who pays for that? Like, do you insure it or do you sell it? You can't afford the insurance, so you sell it. Well, that's up to you. Like, what does Oprah do now? Like, hold everyone's hand 
to to, to to what work on their budget. Like if you can't afford the car, just sell it. Mm. Awesome. Now you've got fifteen thousand dollars you didn't have before. Well, it's true. that's not an Oprah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I do hear you. That's mm. a very good, because it's very difficult if I buy you a Ferrari or a Lamborghini to sell it. I've got a Lamborghini now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, yeah. like we've all driven in a sports car. You know how that makes you feel. Sure. You know, you know what I mean? So I hear you, Ryan. They are bad gifts. Shall I tell you the worst gift in the world? Plant. It's an imposition. I agree. Like, anything that I have to keep alive is not a gift. It's, yeah, an, it's Anything that can die. Yes. Mm. So, terrible gift. Plant, yeah, but nah. Oprah's she she's doing it. You, you know what I mean? It, yeah. so like fix it yourself. So, but good question. You know, uh, hit us up at the MKT show. Is Oprah a terrible gift gift giver? Who pays? Who? That's it. That's the question. Mm. Oprah, maybe tag Oprah and say, Oprah, who pays? Mm. And then we can because it could up. just be a tax write off for Oprah. Do you think anyone's ever asked her that question? Because Gail obviously doesn't have the bravery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Gail's just glad to be there, and Stedman <laughs> knows his role. Like. Who in Oprah's life could come up to her and go? Stedman probably keeps it quiet. You know what no, I mean? No, no, there's no way. He's not getting involved in that. No, no, no. He's just, his life must be a movie, dude. All he's there to do is let Oprah download. You know, if you're in a relationship with someone, is your, your boyfriend or girlfriend just comes home and they just want to download good and bad. Mm. You know how people are. Sometimes they're, like, people aren't aware that when you download on someone, you're bringing them down or taking them up with you, by the way. <laughs> Stedman's just a rock. He's just like, mm-hmm, yep. Oh, she's terrible. Mm. You're right. You know what I mean? He's not getting involved in good giver, bad giver. You know what I'm saying? Guy lives. He wants to live in an orchard. Uh, what's it? On on he an pro- orchard? Yeah, because he probably doesn't want Oprah to see his savage side. It'd be, it's like a special Super Saiyan power that only brings out when he has to. Only in court. Mm. At home, he understands his role. You, you know what I mean? Like He's, Oprah, Oprah gets threats of being sued all the time. Yeah. And she knows she doesn't have to worry. Well, she she's just never puts seen them. them under Stedman's door. She's never even seen them. <laughs> Stedman's making sure that she's only seeing you're the greatest woman of all time. You know what I mean? It's probably in, in like in like a cupboard in his guest house. What's that? Her, like the her death threat? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Under the floor somewhere at a separate property that he bought off the books that Oprah doesn't even know about. He he's the guy you he's the guy you hope your son grows up to be because you, you know what what's special about Stedman. Mm. Very few people, like Novak Djokovic is showing you right now, lack of self-awareness. Mm. Especially dudes have lack of... Stedman's very aware of his role. Don't do too much. Him he, and Gail. He, oh, Gail. Gail also needs to be... You know what? He's the Stapora, but Gail knows which side her bread is buttered. Very few people know that as well. Because you know where Gail's done well? Is don't try and be happier than happy. A lot of people try and be happier than happy. And Gail's done that well. Like, oh, man, all I need to do is not derail the train. I'm not mm. going to try and go faster. I'm not going to try to put the brakes on. You know what I mean? Like every now and then when it gets to the train station, I'll service it. But let's keep this thing on the tracks. That's it. That's my job. I'm not doing too much. I'm not painting it fluorescent green. Oh, Team Oprah all the way. So shout out to Gail. Oh, man. I wonder what they talk about, Gail and Oprah. I wonder if they're really friends or like Oprah's just like, oh, I found somebody who doesn't say no. This is awesome. I think she talks to Stedman more. You reckon? Yeah, because Oprah's busy doing Oprah things. You can't, you can't distract Oprah, otherwise no money comes in. <laughs> Go speak to Stedman. Stedman's probably got some things he wants off his chest. Doesn't want to bother Oprah with it. Yeah. Speaks to Gail. So, so what, do you think Gail talks to, to Stedman? Yes. And they just... I think they have like an alliance. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Like he says, if he's pissed Oprah off, Gail, be on alert. Ah, uh, get those flowers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chocolates. Yeah. Whatever. You, you know the drill. That, you know, <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. Another man who needs people, or another human who needs people to keep him happy, is a guy called Paul Pogba. Reports are out now that Manchester United may offer him the biggest contract the Premier League's ever seen. And, you, you know, at, on face value, I think a lot of people have responded the same. Paulo Diaz, who's a man, massive Manchester United fan, I, yeah, he, he's like, oh, this is madness because he's out in Pogba. And I said Pogba was a mistake from the beginning. But anyway, here's the thing, right? Um, Warren Buffett puts it a beautiful way. And as human beings, we often confuse this because we live in that world. You know, it's about drip. And we were just talking about a Lamborghini and whether you can afford it or not. But you must be very careful in life. And it, it, it applies to not only money, but to people. Is you need to differentiate between the cost of something and the value of something. Those are not the same thing. Warren Buffett has a great saying. Cost is what you pay. Value is what you get. So I'll say that again. The cost of something is the cost is what you pay. The value is what you derive from that thing over the years or months that you own it. So do not confuse those two because Manchester United understand fundamentally that Paul Pogba, what they're paying him and the value he gives is split. Because most people, fans, don't care about the boardroom. They don't care about the balance sheet. Guys want to win the Premier League. But Paul Pogba's value to Adidas and Manchester United is not just about the football field. right? So when they make him the highest paid player in the world, Ed Woodward is one of the smartest people in the history of mankind. He's a chartered accountant. He comes from that world. I mean, look at the level Woodward works at. Mm. right? He knows what it's about. It's about the numbers. They're not just giving Pogba a deal. There's, I'm sure there's been a conversation. And I... I cannot say this for sure, but Adidas have come to Man United. Woodward said, look, I've done the numbers. His numbers around the world, it's, it's financial suicide to let this guy go. Well, yeah, but he's playing badly. Don't worry about that. Then, like, everything's an opportunity cost, right? All of us as human beings, right, is we live our lives to avoid pain. Everything we do is to avoid pain. So we always go to the direction, the road less, uh, the, the least painful way is Man United have crunched the numbers. The pain of Paul Pogba being around and not being great at football versus the, the commercial gain, they've, they've run the numbers and they're willing to absorb his mediocrity. And, and, and listen, Pogba's a professional, so it's not, it's not a commentary on him as a pro. I've never heard anything negative about him off the pitch. I just don't think he's delivered on, on the pitch and now He's really injury prone, but the commercial value is just too big. So I think Man United are, are headed in an interesting direction if he gets the money. Because here's the thing you have to question, right? What's the culture now? Because Alex Ferguson, remember, used to kick people out when they became stars. Beckham, too big for the dressing room, out. Van Nistelrooy, out. Yapstam, out. Roy Keane, out. As soon as you think he's Ronaldo part of that? Well, no. He, I mean, he, it had just come to an end there. And Ronaldo left in a nice way because okay. um, it came out. Fergie said, all right, you give us one more year and then you've earned it. It's Madeira. Uh, he's, or he's Madeira and it's Real Madrid. 
I understand. But he said, all right, you will give us one more year and then you leave. So Ronaldo, as he's always done, left in the correct way. Pro is pro. But the rest of them, David Beckham, once the Spice Boy thing started, he said, not yet. You're welcome to do that, but not yet. And he was out. But now Man United, if, if they pay Paul Pogba for me, it's a reset of culture. And now this is what you are. You are vibes of FC officially. I, I saw something you put on, I think it was Twitter yesterday. And you couldn't have put it better. Because that means LVG, mm-hmm. he was wrong. Yeah. Mourinho, wrong. Yeah. Who was... Oli, uh, Oli. Oli, yeah. wrong. Ralph, yeah. wrong. So we've had four world, world-class managers who are wrong. Yeah. Come on. At some stage. Come on. But if you give Pogba the money, and I think it's been a it's been an abject footballing failure. But people like Man United and Ed Woodward, they don't just do things because they woke up feeling a certain kind of way on their bed. Is they've run the numbers, mm. but now it's a slippery slope, dude. It's a cultural shift to say the commercial side is more important than the football wins, and it was always the other way around, right? And and perhaps this is where we are. We must also remember it's a new time now. Man United might be saying we've we've done the football success thing, that was nice, but now we're in the we're in the commercial game. We're the biggest brand in the, in world sport by a country mile. That thing's close. That's where we are. But you have to be winners to be that. See, that's an interesting thing. Is if you pay Pogba, what kind of people are you going to attract next? Mm. You, you you know what I mean? Because if you think of the guys today, like who are winning, De Bruyne. Because now you start to get into the like the Neymar conversation, right? Neymar's the type of guy you'll want to bring to Man United now if it's just about that. <laughs> but then you start to look at De Bruyne, right? And these types of guys that are winning, Bernardo Silva. Mm. These are the guys you want in your club, Thiago Silva. And are you going to – Thiago Silva would look at that situation. Bernardo Silva would look at Man United and go, mm, I can earn 300,000 pounds anywhere. Why would I want to go there and, and, and babysit Paul Pogba? And this is the other thing, right? And I'm just talking uh, talking out loud now. But you're also opening up yourself as a target. Because once players hear that you're willing to pay someone this much, ah, you know what? Talk to the agents. Maybe try to get us in there. Maybe we can, if since, since we're good enough, let's see how much money we can squeeze them for. And, you know, we can maybe blow a record and it's good publicity. It's like, I don't know. I don't know how to, uh, do you understand what I'm saying? I, I'm, I do, I'm trying yeah. to accurately describe it without being, because there's another way of describing it, but it's quite a horrible way. But it's when you find out a club's being easy. Yeah. Okay. Let's all go for that now. Because now all the big stars are going to reach out. Ah, let's talk money. We can come, we can make your club vibes. We yeah. can make your club money. Yeah. Football. Ah, that's sad. It's a side project. And be honest, that's where Man United have been headed. You know, Pogba, weird signing. And everybody's been complaining about Pogba. It's not like he's been doing an outstanding job. It was also, it was just weird at the beginning. Mm. Like, he's not a Man United player. And also, I think, could it be they in, they in talks because of how much they paid for him? How much did they pay for him? 89 million? Yeah. No, world record at the, at the time. That was ridiculous. But look, you also have to take into account... He's Adidas's face. And that's going to be another five years. Paul Pogba is not going anywhere. He is ultimate vibes. And the nice thing about him, as compared to like a Neymar, at least I can rely on Paul Pogba as a corporate. Yeah, to bring money in. Uh, no, but also, I'm not going to have to wake, sleep with my cell phone under my pillow. 
You know, with Neymar, now he's in Brazil. You know what I mean? It's this. Now he's sulking. Now he's he, still professional. Paul Pogba, you never have to worry about the corporate image. Mm, that's true. I didn't think about it like he, that. He's a pro's pro. The, you, you know what? Man United fans might tell you differently. But ultimately, the guy's a pro. He earns his money. You know, he's a pro. Mm. Now, whether he's delivering on the pitch, that's a separate conversation. Yeah, but uh, if I'm a corporate... That's not really my problem. That's Man United's problem. If He'll I'm Adidas, have the clubs back. Yeah. He won't say anything. Like, he won't pull a, a Romelu Lukaku. Yeah. He'll be professional on the mic. He'll be professional in public. He'll rock up on time, yeah. I think. No, he's never had problems. He's never had... So, look, look, sometimes he'll... Obviously, he's got Mino Raiola as his guy. But, but also, Mino does his job. So, Pogba might speak through Mino, but th- th- that, that is what it is. But as a corporate, I know Paul Pogba isn't going to be taking off... A month a year to go to his, like yeah, you know, his sister's birthday, like Neymar does every year. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so from a corporate point of view, I'm Pogba in. From a Man United point of view, and as a fan, well, that's a different conversation. And I'd love to know what people think about Pogba becoming. And look, it's reported from reliable sources he has been offered five hundred thousand pounds a week. That'll make him the highest paid player in the history of the Premier League. How do you say no to that? Because Pogba's not the kind of guy who's going to go. Because then you, that guy, who turned down half a mil a week. Although, I think he could get that kind of money anyway. You must remember, no, also, he he, he's free. No, he could. And he's free now. So, a big part of being free is that there's no transfer fee. So, what happens with players who sign tra- uh, for free transfers is that they get... Bigger um, salary. Well, bigger salary because essentially there's that no transfer, transfer fee money, yeah. Yeah, goes into your contract. So, Pogba could get that money anyway. Now, and, and there's another side to it. If you're Paul Pogba... You almost have to take it because I don't care what people say. Unless he goes to Real Madrid, right? Man United is the biggest billboard in the, in the world. For business purposes, there is no better place to be than Man United. And, and you make a good point there because the thing is, Man United is the red carpet right now. 100%. Only because if you go to PSG and you follow Neymar and you follow Messi, you're not the big guy there anymore. Exactly. There's no red carpet for you, the guy who gets out after the stars get out. No, I'm with you. It actually makes complete sense. And the Premier League is the biggest one in the world. Yeah. Like, and and if, if United's going to be vibes, I mean... you king vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. you got screen time every week. And you, you, you yeah. have the press on you all the time. In the Premier League on and Sky And you Sports. can still fly to France and hang out with your friends there. His brother can pop in. Yeah, yeah. So if you're Paul Pogba... I would, I would want to do it, even though the football side's horrible. From a business perspective, I could see why you want to do it. Because I'm not sure, I'm not sure Pogba's all in on the football thing. I, I think it's equally as important to him. And I don't think it's equally as important to him what his public image is as the football thing. You know, if you look at like Kevin De Bruyne, mm. yeah, I don't care. I want to be the best player in the world. Leo Messi, I don't care about the TikTok. You know what I mean? He's not on TikTok. He's he's rocking. He's playing football. And um, but Pogba, I think it's fifty-fifty at least. Now I heard something the other day, right? Mm-hmm. That actually really stuck with me, and I think it's a good time to bring this up because I, I don't know. It may have been on the Breakfast Club. It may have been. It was one of these big celebrities, right? And they were saying, with money, money can get you a lot of things, but clouds can get you anything you can ever imagine. Mm. And the thing is, right, Pogba has money. Let's, uh, let's be real. That man's not short of money. Sure. But the clout that he comes with is worth 
more than anything he brings to the table. And so United are thinking, okay, we have the clout because any Instagram post he has with United sees, what, 25 million people, if not more? Like, Pogba is clout. Sure. Anywhere he goes. And that's the difference. He doesn't need the money. He's got the money. The money comes with the clout, but the clout is worth more than, than the money. Who wins in the in the deal when Man United sign? Who did you think Pogba's the winner or Man United are the winners? Because Pogba's the winner. Well, yeah, it's difficult to say because Man United's still the biggest brand in the world. Yeah, like and, do and, not mistake that. Do not mistake that they are the biggest sporting brand in the world, and it's not close. And aside from Cristiano Ronaldo, he's also the Man United poster boy. No, he's the guy. He's the face, he's the face he, of the Premier League. He's the guy who started with with United, left. Yeah. Returning home. Yes, prodigal son. Prodigal son. Aside from... So you have you have Cristiano Ronaldo, and then you have Pogba. The two prodigal sons playing together. I mean, you the guy. And if you sign the five-year deal in your Pogba, Ronaldo's gone next year. Anyway, yeah. Now, you, now you're really the guy. Yeah. You know, like... The, and also, the nice thing about signing a deal like that, it doesn't matter who the manager is, you will always play. And you always have more say than the manager. Yeah. <laughs> It's the power position, but Man United need to be careful because now you're handing the club to Paul Pogba and Mino Raiola. You, you have to be very careful. When you pay someone like this, now you're beholden to them, right? And one thing I also want to point out, because you don't want to have uh, an Arsenal situation. If you suddenly get a manager who thinks he's bigger than the world and is like, I'm going to bench Pogba, bench him. But you're still paying him half a million a week. You're beholden now. And, you, and there's nothing you can do. So... If the ego gets bigger, Man United's actually losing by paying him half a million for sitting there on the bench doing absolutely nothing. So, I, I guess it, it is a it is a great question. Is the football success more important? Because if, if if it's about football, there's no way. Paul Pogba, there's no way. You've seen six years of mediocrity now. <laughs> he must get out. But that isn't the only thing that matters anymore. We're, we're living in a business now. And if I'm Man United, I sign the deal. What did you say on Friday? It's just... Toto. It's business. It's just business. It's business. Toto. You know what I'm saying? So, poor Pogba, man. That guy's done it right, bro. Yeah. You, you know, there's certain people who, who get the hype train right. He's got the hype train so right. Because he's never really done anything. Like, I, I, I know it's hard for people to hear that because he's won the World Cup and whatever. But he wasn't the guy for the World Cup. Mbappe and, and Griezmann were. But that's the thing, right? The clout of the French team. You played with the best of the best. Mbappe, uh, who, who else is in that French team? Oh, Griezmann. Griezmann. Conte, oh. Matuidi. I mean, Varane. All-time greats. You know what I mean? And, and you, you, know, you know what it shows you, though? And it's a good lesson to other guys. Paul Pogba is a good lesson if you're willing to divorce yourself from how you feel about him. It's a good lesson to people is that if you're a good person, Right, people will pay you. Yeah, because because let's be honest, Pogba hasn't delivered on the pitch. But I will go back again. The guy is a professional. You've never heard late fighting with the manager. You've you've never heard the stuff you hear about Neymar and these other guys, Icardi. And it's easy with Pogba's personality to just presume he's he's prickly, you know. But it, that never comes out. And, and listen. You can't lie for 10 years. His career has been about 10 years, right? Mm. You can lie for two, three seasons, but he's clearly a good dude. Doesn't drink from all reports, Muslim dude. So apparently he's all about that action. Doesn't drink, doesn't believe in that life. And you can see the man's always in shape. You can never say Pogba was out of shape. So if you're a good person in life, somebody will pay you. 
And would you say he puts football first? I know doesn't show on the pitch, but yeah. like look at um, he also plays for for United. Rashford, yeah, no, look, I, Rashford. As much as he's a great player, yeah, his focus is on on the other things. It's questionable, and, yeah, and it's and it's for look, it's for good causes, and he's a great guy, and he got knighted for it. But again, you are being paid so much money to play football. You yeah. have to deliver. Yeah, there's no point in being paid that much if you're not doing anything for the club. Well, again. You see, then then I'd have to argue for Pogba again. Then he hasn't delivered on the promise. Having said that, that isn't the only thing that's on the table. And Rashford's another good one. You must remember Mark no, Rashford. No. As much as he he is delivering the, the stuff off the pitch, is Marcus Rashford is a money-making machine. Because yeah. think of the marketing around. He's the new Nike, face of Nike. I mean, you've seen the, 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 um, those adverts. Mm-hmm. Uh, do different or whatever. I, f- I forget what they're called. Um, it's Rashford. Rashford's everywhere. I can't, like every single freaking Nike advert I see. Endorsed by Harry and Meghan. So Marcus Rashford is, again, there's business involved there. Mm. It's not just about Rashford's ability because he's been awful for the last uh, 15 months. But he's Marcus Rashford. He's United's number 10. And there's a unique relationship there. He's from the academy. You know? So, hey, Paul Pogba, come on with it. Uh, dude, I hope he gets some money. You know what I mean? I think he will. He's going to, dude. No, he will. If you're Man United, you can't let him go. He's too valuable in the economy. Because the other argument is you can you can buy the rest of the squad with the money you make off Pogba in terms of endorsements. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There's also that side of things. And I'd be interested, if you're a Man United fan, pay Pogba or, or tell him to get the hell out of here in the end, as as we say. Toto. We'll, we'll put up a poll on Twitter. Let's put up a poll on Twitter. But in the end, it's business. It's an MK T-shirt. Dude, it's hilarious that a footballer is being paid half a million pounds a week. I don't think it's crazy. I, I always say they're underpaid because they're. you look at the money that's involved in football. I think you're underpaid to a point. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a lot of money. But you, you can't look at it as us normal people. Yeah, no, you can't. Because people do that and then, you, then you're going to get upset. The thing is, when you're hearing... When you're in South Africa at the bottom of the globe hearing about news about this you have to know how many different channels it went through to get here sure how many people around the world it had to travel to to make its way down here it got you so that's why when you first said that to me i thought that was the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard but when you think about like this wave of getting that name from all the way at the top of the globe yeah to the bottom yeah it's traveled a long way. It's gone through many, many agencies. You know, it wasn't somebody who just posted. It, it's, it's a crazy network we, we, we live in now. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Paul Labile Pogba. What a dude. What a dude. And an electric human. Mm. He's an electric human, as you, as you said earlier. Yeah. I kind of like him, though. I, I like him for, for the business side of things. I, I don't really rate the footballer, but... I rate the footballer. He's doing United wonders, <laughs> keeping them in sixth place. You're loving it, huh? Yeah. Listen, the thing after, is, you can only bring the horse to the water. You yeah. can't make a drink. No, that's exactly it. And, and also, don't be angry with Pogba. Maybe this is just who he is. Vibes, professional, 
And uh, but I care more about vibes than football. Money, maybe that's what money he's, making machine. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So maybe he's just I'm in it for the money, which is cool. Like everybody always presumes you have to be in in like Roy Keane and just be football, football, football. Not everybody's that. And also, that's not Pogba's fault, by the way. If Man United expected him to be Roy Keane, is you know, in life, I don't know how it's like for you, right? But you can't be angry at people for for being something, right, or not being something that they're not. So let's say you're a you're an introvert, right? Mm. And you start dating somebody, and they expect you to be an extrovert, and then now they're angry. Why don't you talk at parties more? It's like no, when you when you got with me, I was an introvert. Mm. Well, how, how can you be angry at me for being who I am? That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So if Pogba's been vibe since the beginning, which he showed you by the way at 19 by leaving you saying, ah, nah, I want to play. Forget poor skulls. I don't even know who that is. He said, <laughs> I want to play. Well, put me in. That guy's terrible. Put me in. Yeah. Who's, his, who's that? You know what I mean? Yeah. He already showed you. People always show you who they are. You must just listen. All right. Let's move on. Um, I just want to talk about AFCON because mm. we are doing a live watch alongs, but that's not what I want to talk about regarding AFCON. The football quality, no doubt. Like you said, it, it, there are gaping holes, gaping holes right now in not just Premier League teams, around the world from African players uh, not being at their station, right? Why is nobody talking about who the, the source player is going to be for, the, for this tournament? I feel like... What, who the vibes player is going to be? Not even vibes. I just want... Because vibes... Oh, oh, the sauciest yeah, player. Yeah, 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 like yeah, this, yeah. And, you know, the example that I think I always fall back on is Alain Saint-Maxima. Merci, Alain Saint-Maxima. That sauce. Because I like guys who can play, but they've also got that thing. Mm. And no, the, why don't we make a bigger thing of that? Because, you know, in Africa, that's going to be a thing. And I, I feel like we're becoming so European where it's just about the football. Where's the sauce, guys? Mm. And yesterday, I must tell you, Burkina Faso, I'm very, very disappointed. Because remember when they scored the goal, it looked like they were going to do a celebration. And you know African team celebrations are always choreographed and next level. And they, you said it, Ryan, on the, on the, on the live watch along on mm. TikTok. Uh, you, you can uh, join us for the rest of the tournament on uh, the MKT show, uh, of course, on TikTok, right? Um, for the live watch alongs. Uh, what's it? Watch parties. Watch party. For the watch parties. Um, and if you go on TikTok, you can actually, uh, we'll set up the event and you can follow it and it'll send a reminder. Otherwise, follow us on all social media for, for when we'll be live, right? But remember Burkina Faso when they scored the goal? Um, they kind of did, like three or four of the guys did the celebration. And you even said, ah, I thought it was going to be choreographed. Mm. Can I tell you what it reminds me of? Do you remember when South Africa played the opening game and Shabalala scored? Yes. Then they went, all the guys stood in the line and did a celebration. Yeah. It looked like they were about to do that, and then they gave up halfway because they didn't quite agree which one they were going to do. And, and you know, the West African guys, like you said, the uh, so Nigeria, of course, uh, in, in that region, is they also, they different. Like you said, they, they drip kinks. They've mm. got that extra, I thought the Burkina Faso guys were properly going to do it. So can we get more of that? Like, I don't want half, this is not Europe. Let's mm. unleash. We're African. Give us the source. Or well, am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. But I, I've got some sauce. All right, let's on, hear it. On, on Burkina Faso. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> Try so, so we watched the game, right? We did. We did. Watch along on, on TikTok. So they scored the opening goal, making Cameroon look very... Because they... What, what is the possession? I think they had 35% of the possession. Well, in the end, I think it was 60... Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. 65, yeah, 35. Something yeah. along that, right? So they hit Cameroon with a surprise, and then Cameroon got, got back with two penalties. Mm-hmm. 
if you haven't seen it. So this morning, headlines, because I know you've been in meetings all day. Yeah. Burkina Faso filed a formal complaint stating a COVID testing scandal made them miss key players. What? Mm. They filed a formal complaint saying that this testing before the game is a COVID-19 scandal, quote verbatim. Scandal. So are they suggesting that Cameroonian authorities are getting... Oh, what? Uh, that they they did that on purpose for the home team, for the home team, hometown call, eh? But now, are they going to be the only one doing this? Is if they've already filed this in, uh, this formal complaint this morning, you know, who else is going to? Because there's a couple of key players missing. I know, like tonight, I think uh, with that Senegal and Zimbabwe game, Mendy's out, mm-hmm. tested positive. Horrible player to not have in, by the way. Yeah. He's there. He's that's where it starts. The goalkeeper, at least, least got Saudi Amani. But I guess, as in life, my problems are the biggest problem in the world. Burkina Faso are just saying no. We played Cameroon. It's an easy sell to the people. You know what I mean? Like, come on, guys. All of a sudden, our players are what? But what are this? What are they suggesting? Uh, is, is it an article? It's an article from Sky Sports. Wow. I just want to pull this up here. Hold on. I mean that controversy. So, so that's official though. So now we're not mucking about. This is they've legitimately is, gone to CAF and said, "What is going on here?" This is exactly what they've done. So, but but are they suggesting Cameroon deliberately has tested positive for the for their good players so that Cameroon has an easier game? Yes. Sure, that is some accusation. Yeah. L- listen. Also, an accusation like that, I don't think people would just do that. Is they mean it? This one's not going to go away. Oh my word! Yeah, that's tough. But now, is this how the whole Afcon's going to be? Are we, are we going to are we going to do this like the whole time? You, you you think it'll be only against Cameroon, or you think in general? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, is this going to be the new thing now? Like, well, we need to know which countries are friendly with Cameroon because I guess people will will be against those countries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you are friendly with Cameroon, I'm just going to presume they, they're giving you... Although, listen, that is... But now, Burkina Faso are in a situation now, right? You're in Cameroon. When you make an accusation like that, well, you think Cameroon are going to let it go? No, especially with the hosts. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying, is that now you've put yourself in a situation where everything you do now in Cameroon is a mission. They, they're now going to make you triple test. <laughs> They've shot themselves in the foot. They should have complained afterwards, but the thing is, right? They didn't have the possession. We saw the game yesterday. They got lucky, and I'm I'm not saying that they weren't saucy. They played very well. Yeah, but the stats weren't on their side. Yeah, I know. And also, you know, that is such a serious allegation, dude. Like, that's I mean, the most serious allegation in life is somebody calling you a liar. Mm. They they're essentially saying Cameroon as a country lied. Yeah. You, oh, and and now if it's on Sky Sports, it's in front of the whole world. You, you're basically like I always say, you know, in a in a situation where you cheat on your girlfriend, uh, is it's not the cheating so much. Or let me say from my experience, it's that don't make me look like a fool in public. That's what ladies hate, and now that's what Cameroon have now been really had their pants pulled down in public. That's what Burkina Faso are doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh my God! 
Yeah. The, okay. This, this, this is going to be an entire situation. Uh, so on the, on the, um, social media, Burkina Faso, fi- uh, filed a formal complaint implying a COVID testing scandal made them miss key players. Who's that reported by? I see a name at the bottom there. Um, Ed Dove, ESPN. Ed, uh, okay. So that's legit. Yeah. Wow. But this early, hey? That's electric. Like you said, this tournament is, you know, if it starts like this, what else is going to happen? <laughs> that's day one. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. By the way, how did Paolo's team do last night? I, I didn't watch the second game. Couple Verde. They, uh, Ethiopia, 10 men, by the way. Couple Verde with they the win. Ha- they didn't even have an 11. No, 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 no. Well, they had an 11, got a red card. But uh, Couple Verde won. 1 0. Sorry, I just, I thought because I don't know if you saw the statement that AFCON released. I didn't see it. Um, they said, in, just before the kickoff game, they said, even though there's COVID around, even if your goalkeeper catches COVID, you'll have 11 players on the field at all times. Well, listen, it's in the NFL, they came out with it. We are not interested in competitive uh, fairness. Mm-hmm. Roger Goodell said that up front. There's, we're not interested. We don't want to hear your quarterback has COVID, so now we must cancel. That ain't happening. We don't care if there's 15 guys out. Put a team on the field. And you know what? As CAF, you have to do that. Like, you can't, you can't be laboring. It's hard enough to put a tournament on. You can't now be catering. Imagine you were catering to Burkina Faso's needs and Egypt's needs, and yeah, but we've got six players out. Sorry, have a and and there's probably they've probably got them to put six or seven players on a reserve list. Mm. We don't want to hear it. Please submit your list, and we will contact. I'm pretty sure um, Mr. Mutsepa would have got the CAF guys to say we will contact contact your clubs, right? Wherever these replacement players are, and we will fly them private here. We don't want to hear about guys out. Play. Mm. So I like it, dude. You, you need a bit of control. You can't just uh, imagine now. Also, you're costing clubs money. I mean, check. Mo Salah's not, not with, uh, with his club yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And they've got matches coming up where he's going to have to sit out. Sure. You can't have him for another two weeks. Are you going to pay his wages? No, I don't we'll think say. so. <laughs> no, you've got to. You, hey, I, I'm all for it. AFCON have said, listen, we don't care about you having eight players out COVID. We don't care. Put a team on the field. There's a TV show that's got to go on. Mm. You know what I mean? Give the youngsters a chance. You, you have under 23s. There's other people in Ghana play football or whatever country it may be. What an incredible, incredible story. Wow. Burkina mm-hmm. Faso. Burkina Faso. But now you can be sure, because if I'm Cameroon, I take it next level now. Like, this is the kind of person I am. I would now have like a drum, like a drum majorette living next door to let's say um, Arman Traore's room now and practicing his or her drums all night next to his room for the next game. Mm. On, on, like the, the night before game day, so I, have a, I have a band living in their hotel practicing until one in the morning. If I'm Cameroon, I get some more to pay for that. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Let's yeah. go. Because I'm into this now. No, I'm also into it. I'm about it. I'm about- <laughs> Incredible. All right, games today... Um, Senegal Zim, so that's going uh, right now, actually. Um, Ryan, I'm not sure if we've got a result. Um, Senegal and Zim, that started at 3 p.m. Central African time. Uh, Guinea-Malawi will be 6 o'clock, so we'll keep you updated with that. But our main feature is Ryan's team. And Ryan's in a bit of a debacle. He's he's suffering inner turmoil because Hakim Ziyech had a fight with the coach, right? And was not picked for the squad. 
But Ryan doesn't love Hakim Ziyech. But Ryan loves Chelsea. Hakim Ziyech plays for Chelsea. So Ryan doesn't think Ziyech is any good. But now Ziyech is stuck at Chelsea and didn't come with Morocco. But now he's supporting Morocco at AFCON. I mean, what a situation you got yourself in here, Ryan. And you picked Morocco. I did pick Morocco. I, I saw their team and they look pretty cheeky. Hakimi, he's the guy. Hakimi. There's, there's two guys from Watford in there. I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be a good game. And r- right now, sorry, just to update you, it's normal. Half time. Who's that? Uh, Zimbabwe Senegal against and, uh, Senegal. Yeah, yeah. Just, just remember, uh, Mendy from Chelsea, he's actually sitting out this game uh, due to COVID. So, yeah. But Sadio Mane is there. Sadio Mane is there. Shout out to Sadio Mane's hairline making a comeback, by the way. Uh, those <laughs> people who haven't seen it, he's, he's definitely on the on, uh, Andros Townsend vibe. Kater Boulder's got a, a yellow card. Mm-hmm. And that's about all the updates I can give you. There's, there's not much. All right. Well, that's, uh, n- n- I mean, if you're listening on a podcast, this doesn't really matter in your life because no. it would already have happened. Yeah. We shouldn't really even talk about it in that sense. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? But tonight, Morocco, Ghana, that's going to be. I'm in that watch along mood. No, you see, oh, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm updating like I'm in the watch along. No, sorry. I hear you. I hear you, you, you. These are two different professions. You're podcasting now. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I need to get my. You have to be like Daniel Day Lewis. You have to be a method actor. You know, you got to be able to switch it on and off mm. and transition. Boom, boom, boom. So, but that's okay, right? We, we, we knew to the, to the Twitch game, um, <laughs> to the, what's it, to the TikTok game. Yes. But, but, but we're in. We're yeah. In. Yeah. I know we're inside. So tonight, Morocco Ghana is going to be awesome. So, I mean, by the time the pod comes out, we'll probably be live already. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not even going to say it now, but but no, well, we're doing this the whole tournament. Yeah. Look, just look out for our socials. The MKT show. We will put up when we go live, and we have a new studio. We have a we have a TikTok studio. That's it. So it's not the same studio as our YouTube studio. So we have a specific studio for our TikTok stuff, which you can come see. Yeah. So the MKT show. And watch along with us. You can watch the game while we, we, we just, you know, natter away, tell some stories. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. And tell your stories. Yeah. Please get involved. Put so, them in, put them in the comments, submit yeah. videos, hashtag the MKT show live. We'll look them up. That's it. That's yeah. it. Hashtag the MKT show live. And, uh, we want to get involved in the game with you guys. And there's nothing better than watching football with mates, isn't it? No. Hey, the ladies, men gathering around. Oh my goodness. Can't believe it. What a strike. <laughs> That's so physical. Oh my gosh, why didn't he pass? Cross it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, it was definitely a new experience for us last night, but I think it's because I don't know how we, how we gauge with commentators, but I think we did a pretty good job. I we, thought we, we did were a great in, job. We were, we were informing the people. We were having our opinions. Yeah. Which I think is most important. We had people's opinions. Some people got involved, dropped some comments. We had their opinions on. You know, it looks like tonight's going to be just you and me, by the way, Ryan. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. We've, um, it's just the, it's the staporas. We're holding it down. You know what I'm saying? Have to. That's what I'm saying. Never eat, never sleep. Hey. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> never eat, never sleep, says Ryan. So that's, it's you, it's you and me today. It's going to be awesome, dude. I'm looking forward to doing the whole like AFCON thing this, this whole tournament. I wish we would get the shirts. I didn't realize, I thought AFCON. We're in the continent of Africa. Go to the shop. You can go pick up any uniform you have. You can't. I told you this. Though. No, no. You told me this, but I'm shocked. Because in the World Cup, I, all of the shirts are available at any time. Now we come here. Now you can only go if you want the Moroccan kid. Ha. 
You know where to go. Isn't it annoying? Like it's I, so like annoying. I said, like I said earlier, I don't think as Africans we're very good at this. Now, no. I, it could be for a number of reasons. I don't know what the reasons are. Maybe we love America and Europe too much that that we always like. Okay, whatever they do is better, but we never celebrate ourselves, and we're dope. And the thing is, right? <laughs> and this is the funny thing. I had a chuckle about it this morning. We South African. We're not even in the Afcon, but we're feeling it. Yes. Like, why is, Moro- why is the Moroccan kit not available here? Yeah. And all three. I don't want just one. Like, the, all three should be available here because the, I can buy a Sao Paulo kit. Why? Why can I buy a Sao Paulo kit, but I can't, I can't have the Burkina Faso kit? Yeah, I can go buy any kit from the Bundesliga. By the way, the, the, the sauciest kit so far, Bur- Burkina Faso goalkeeper yesterday. Remember? Oh, Yes. If you haven't seen it, go and look it up. Burkina Faso against it's, Cameroon. It's that blue kit, right? No, no, no. He had the yellow. Oh, was he Remember, the yellow? They had white. Oh, yes. Yeah, they had white and he had the yellow, the inverse of the team kit. Freezing cold. And mm. he wore basketball shorts, that keeper. <laughs> I actually, I forgot to comment about that yesterday. African keepers as well. Because Onana. <laughs> Onana. What's my name? Because <laughs> yesterday he gave away the goal. And by the way, you got to watch because we're having a laugh. Right, yeah, yeah. it's it's not your traditional commentary. It's it's laugh FC. You know what I'm saying right. No, I'm with you. So uh, where can the, where can the people get us? Uh, the MKT show. The MKT show, everywhere. And we all on socials now. Ryan Ryan's taking our game to a to whole nother level. I officially handle it all. It's official. It's official. So now you're saying TikTok. Where can people get us? TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But where where are we most active? Tick, uh, Instagram and? Well, uh, Instagram is my preferred one, but I'm trying for TikTok. We we are trying to put out a couple videos a day on TikTok. Instagram, 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 TikTok, and then every now and then to keep yourself updated, the the, the Twitter machine. Mm. Twitter's more for if you just want to have that cheeky say. I'm with you. And then Facebook, well, we're not. Facebook t- is for announcements. <laughs> so we're, are we weary on Facebook every now and then? No, uh, I'm, I put everything on Facebook. I connect the Instagram and the, and the Facebook account. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We globe. We are, we just, we're going to resume the YouTube side of things soon. Oh yeah. It's not confirmed as yet no, when. I, ha- I had some news on that this morning. Oh really? Yeah. So look out over the next uh, month or so. There we go. Yeah, yeah. But okay. we have the TikTok studio set up and that's all that matters for AFCON. AFCON's our biggest push right now. I want everyone to join us for AFCON. Like, if you listen to this, tell your friends. Like, don't you don't need the commentary. You know what the commentators are going to say. Yeah. They're going to tell you the formation. They're not going to dress up in their suits. You know what I mean? They're not going to talk about Ryan having champagne at a movie cinema. Or MKT rocking up in full traditional bling. They Go to TikTok. You'll see on the MKT show account. I went too hard, guys. You started off a bit hard. You got too excited. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Like what you're wearing now is perfect for the opening. Because it's, it's not too much, but it's enough to say I'm here. It's kind of like, you, you know, if you work with a new client, you must never send back the email immediately. Because you have to manage the expectations for the relationship moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. otherwise now they expect you to reply immediately all oh, the he time. He got sloppy. Yeah, yeah. If he, he, as the one and only Sinsus Teb would say, he cooled off. <laughs> That's what they'd say. <laughs> Like, where's that email? I say, Ryan done cooled off. So you don't want to start off like that. You don't want to start off white hot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ryan, TikTok tonight. We're moving. We're grooving. Watch along. Morocco, Ghana. 
So we'll see. We'll get some reaction uh, videos from Ryan tonight and uh, look out for Ryan. Ryan, what's your handles on the socials? Uh, at Ryan James Tonight. And you find me. But what's, is your handle Hawksley or? Oh, on Twitter, yeah. But, okay, if, but if you search, if you search Ryan James Tonight, it pops up. Ryan James Tinline. Mm-hmm. Spelt exactly how it sounds. James might come through. Maybe. That's a different James. Yeah. And we'll see. We'll see what his story we'll is. You know, he's just a guy wearing glasses, that guy. Vibes. Oh, Vibes. Bro. James Owens, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Monday. It's nice. Uh, hey, we, we're working hard, bro. Have to. Hey. Mm-hmm. Team never eat, never sleep. Team never eat, never sleep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for this Monday, I hope you enjoy AFCON. I hope you enjoy, I hope you embrace it. If you're in Africa, embrace it. If you're around the world, watch it. Just see what we've got to offer. I mean, if you, if you're in Germany, if you're in England, if you're in Tajikistan, we have a listeners there, by the way. We have a listeners in Kurdistan. Um, wherever you are around the world, I hope you're having a fantastic start to the year. I hope you have a great start to the week. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, for now, the MKT show is the hell out of here.